0: CHAPTER 1. THE LIVING SHIP The COAAS schismata carved through the barreling waves of the Gulf of Mexico like the hand of God. The living ship, christening its first expedition, was the pinnacle and most advanced vessel ever known to man. With its entirety made of millions of pico-sized bots nanoprinting furiously on-demand, Some would consider it a lifetime achievement to set sail on such a craft, and yet there stood on board a contrasting, rustically-dressed gentleman, unamused, carrying out scientific trials. Arthur Biggleston exhibited a clad attire any fine neo-Leogian could wear, a tailored neck scarf, numerous right-angled pouches fixed to his fawn-colored jumpsuit fastened with button snaps. Nestled in the breast pocket, a sleek, black-framed monocle strung around with silver chain as it receded from view. Where a neatly parted hairline bisected his head, an ill-assorted mechanical contraption rested on his head, sheathing his eyes and jutting out small, black filament wires. He fiddled with a glass-like band device on his arm. Damn nanites! Arthur balked. The myriad of appending wires was an uncanny sight as it attached to the spinal column of a motionless android body lying recumbent in a chair. Arthur unclasped the bistable shaped device on his forearm, rolling it out into handheld form. His quash expression contrasted wryly with the lifeless body before him as he analyzed the data and slapped the gadget back on his arm in a gallant motion. Processing "'White matter reserves.' A monotone voice sounds from the background. The insentient body jolted in a fit and deadened to a slump. Arthur watched carefully, scrutinizing the result just as he looked at his armband once more. "'Playing with yourself again, my darling?' A refined lady interrupted from the open door. The voice startled Arthur, and he stumbled back while the headset shifted just enough to glimpse the love of his life walk into his quarters. The doorway behind her formed back into a solid wall. "'Liz, you can't sneak up on me like that,' he said, smiling, removing the apparatuses. Elizabeth couldn't help but smile as she watched Arthur. It was these moments where she could watch him in his element doing what he loved. She walked to him, embracing his hold. "'I'm sorry, my dear. I just can't help myself.' Why must you play endlessly with these dolls? She said with a perky smile. What would you have me do, my dear? Build broken ships like your brother? No, dear. But it was nice that you had downloaded his blueprints to consider them. What of our journey? Asked Arthur, as if removing the headset had pumped some much-needed oxygen into his interest in the world around him. Captain says we are ahead of schedule. Actually... Ahead of all the fleet. By how much? Three days. She smiled excitedly. Arthur smiled in accord, as he had been the head designing engineer of the COAAS Schismata, her inner hull ever changing and adapting to the crew's needs. This allowed for maximum use of resources, and had evidently paid off with speed. The molecular assembling tech will change the world. Liz said, holding him as she felt proud. Arthur had a slight look of disdain on his face now. We will need to set up the platform and find the shallowest part. Do you think there will be enough? Enough for the world, my dear. The central bridge housed the main deck of operating officers. The captain, in his decorated nautical suit, helmed from his command chair. The instruments surrounding the crew molded and fluctuated to their touch. The nanite interface, ever-changing and assembling, signaled an unusual band of island formations just ahead of their course. Sir, take a look at this, the navigating officer said. The captain walked over to see the sloped interface expand and change in height. Concentric broken bands of lowland islands protruded from the